Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. All right, and let's see. Got everything, microphone check. We're good. Bell should be here any minute. Big finale. This is a, uh, man, oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm forgetting something. It's the final episode. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. Oh! oh. What, what is, is happening, happening right, right now? now? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I forgot about this. Okay, so hi. <laughs> Hello. Yes. Uh, don't be alarmed. I'm you from the future. You're, you're, you're from, from the, the future? future? Yes. Well, technically, you are from the past. Season two, right? Yeah. yeah. Pell and, and I just, just got, got done recording, recording the first podcast of season, of season two. two. And then, then I, I found, found this button, button and, and opened, opened up, up Singularity. And, and you pushed the button. Yeah, I know. I, <laughs> I was there. Uh, here's the thing. You pushed it too hard. You're supposed to go to Earth 2 and meet your new friends, Derek and Steve. But see, you didn't read the instructions. And now you're here in the future and your whole vibe is out of sync. Pretty sure I got the button around here somewhere. I don't, I don't know. know. So, so Wait. wait. How, How far, far in, in the, the future, future am, am I? I? Yeah, so the less you know about the future, the better. But um, hey, you know, I just got done watching the series finale of The Flash. What? what? Oh, oh my gosh, gosh. I, have I have so, so many, many questions. questions. I know, I know, right? But literally can't tell you anything without causing a massive rift in the timeline. Just, just like, like, tell, tell me, me one, one thing about, about the, the final, final season. season. Uh, Blue Roses. What? Uh, okay. okay. Like, like how, how many? many? A lot more than you might think. Huh. huh. All right. Ooh. Does, does Caitlin go, go full Killer, killer Frost? Frost? Is, she Is she the ultimate, ultimate villain? villain? Did, Did she team up, up with Captain, Captain Cold, Cold and together, together they... they... Look, I'm going to stop you right there. Do yourself a favor. Just forget everything that you know about Caitlin and Killer Frost. And, you know, try to have fun with it. Okay. Well, well <laughs> I'm hoping there's, there's at least a ton, ton of evil speedsters. speedsters. I mean, I mean, the, the threat against Barry should, should be stacked to take, take him on in the finale. Okay, I mean, sure, he'll have five by his side, but... Okay, okay, okay. You're actually breaking my heart right now. Uh, here, I <laughs> I found the button. So I'm just going to send you right back to where you belong, uh, you know, by way of Earth 2. Wait. Wait. What? I mean, I mean Flash, Flash TV, TV talk, talk is, is over, over for you now, now right? right? What are you going to do, do now? now? You know, after all this, <sighs> I'll figure something out. All right. Ready? Good luck. Godspeed. Godspeed. Uh, please, please don't say that. What? what? Nothing. Bye. <laughs> Wait, 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 it's a switch. It's a switch, not a button. Uh, you know what? <laughs> this timeline's all messed up anyway. Accelerating your fandom, this is Flash TV Talk. Welcome to Flash TV Talk, the fan podcast dedicated to news, reviews, and more. Actually, no more from the hit CW show, <laughs> The Flash. I'm Bo. And I'm Belle. Belle, man, how are you doing tonight, sir? I'm, I'm doing okay. Doing okay. You know? It was a long, long time ago. I, before we get started, I need you to believe in miracles. Wait, no, that's not the... What's the line? Believe the impossible. Yeah, believe the impossible. Come on. Come on. You've been doing I, this I, for th- nine th- years. Th- th- <laughs> 
<laughs> it's been a long time. By the way, love the call out to the pilot episode with that. I thought that was a really, really nice touch. We are here, of course, because it is the finale of The Flash, uh, a series that we've been covering for quite some time. For those of you who have been listening since the beginning, thank you so very much for for enjoying this podcast, for you know, whether you've been enjoying the show or not, and just like really tuning into the podcast to keep up, you know, I know some people will drop off of a show, but they'll still listen to the podcast to hear, you know, what they're missing and that sort of thing. And so no matter who you are, no matter how long you've been listening and or watching, we just really want to kind of start off by saying thank you so very much for listening, supporting us throughout the years. And uh, yeah, I just, I wanted to get that kind of out of the way at the top. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's much thanks is, is, uh, is, is required here. Now, it has been quite the journey from the pilot all the way here to the finale. And man, I'm, I'm excited. I really am excited to get into this final episode. It's a mixed bag, which I feel like is appropriate given that especially the back half of the series has been such a mixed bag. There have been seasons with some of the lowest low points that share some of the highest high points. And I kind of feel like this episode kind of mirrors that in many respects. Bell, I'm, I'm ready to get into it. How about you? Let's do it. All right, man. For one last time, let's get into the rundown. The rundown. Episode 13 of season nine, A New World, part four, directed by Vanessa Perez and story by Eric Wallace and Sam Shalson. Bell, what happened this episode? Now a speedster known as Cobalt Blue, Eddie resurrects Eobard Thawne, Hunter Zolomon slash Zoom, Savitar, and August Hart slash Godspeed, and gathers them in the negative Speed Force. In 2023, they fight Team Flash and Nora. Cecile adopts her future costume and codename Virtue, Allegra saves Chester from Eobard, and Jay Garrick steals Eddie's speed. Eddie retreats into the negative Speed Force to gain more speed. Not wanting Eddie to die, Barry follows him in and convinces him not to become like Eobard, and that they can create a better world by coexisting. Eddie destroys the crystal and says he is happy for Iris, and Barry returns to her at the hospital. Mark reveals that Chester is a metahuman with black hole powers. The next morning, Nora is born, and Harrison Wells tells Keon to ascend as the Natural Order's protector. She bids farewell to Team Flash and returns her body to Caitlin. At a celebration one week later, Barry apologizes to Caitlin for how they left things and Joe and Cecile get engaged. Barry unleashes a lightning bolt and chooses Avery Ho, Max Mercury, and Jess Chambers to become new speedsters. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> Oh man, we got, we got, hey, look, you know, let's just start off with this. We got Max Mercury in this finale after all. How about that? Yeah, you know, it's like for three seconds and he had yep. one line. Uh- <laughs> I'm not as familiar with Avery and Jess, but I do, you know, I'm, I'm assuming these are also speedsters from the comics. And so it's, it's kind of nice to see that, you know, full uh, f- Flash extended family, if you will, represented in some form or fashion here. Yes, it'd be nice to also have Kid Flash. Yes, it'd be nice to have Bart. We get a mention uh, of Bart, which is, you know, at least you know, there's, there's that. I did like that joke <laughs> with Nora being like, oh, you think this was bad? Wait till Bart gets here. <laughs> That's <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good. But, Bell, you know, we got we got a lot in this episode. I, I'd kind of like to there's 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 two ways I want to want to kind of attack this episode so to speak. Not not attack. There's there's two ways I'd like to talk about this episode. One is kind of a breakdown of the speedsters and the team ups and the fights and whatnot. But then the other is really kind of doing it more of like kind of a pros and cons because I don't know about you buddy, but for me this was a mixed bag. Yeah, it was it was 
it was kind of weird. Like there, there's a bunch of cool stuff, and there's a bunch of stuff where I'm like, mm, okay, that, that that that's how we're going, <laughs> you know. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like great concepts, right? Like all right, Eddie coming back. The the whole concept that they've kind of played around with with this kind of final graphic novel of Eddie coming back. Being the avatar for the negative speed force, if you're gonna if you're gonna have the whole negative speed force thing, it's an interesting way to use that to you know sufficiently bring Eddie back. That's kind of cool. The cobalt blueness of it, I mean, I think that's that's where a lot of fans really wanted to see Eddie return in this capacity, which is awesome. Cobalt blue essentially being a speedster that's connected with the negative speed force again. You know, a little bit of an odd choice, but if it gets us to the situation where Eddie becomes cobalt blue. To some extent, that's fine. Uh, the big thing, I think, that is a big, like, major win in this is getting all of these villains, especially and more specifically the speedster villains, back in this ultimate, like, evil team up against Barry Allen. Yeah, that was pretty neat. Um, there, it was, it was like crazy to see them all together and like one final thing you know that was pretty neat like you know of course we got resurrection magic from the negative speed force but just to see all of the speedster enemies all in one spot and like because you know it's kind of like it reminded me of a uh uh kind of like a fighting game or like some video games right where like you know you beat a boss and then you beat another boss and you beat another boss and then like the game on one of the higher levels when you're all powered up and whatnot will bring all of those bosses and you'll have to fight them all again at the same time. Kind mm, of, thing. Mm-hmm. you know, and, and that was, that was, that was pretty like, it just goes to show how much Barry's powered up and like, you know, with his team and everything, granted he didn't fight them all by himself. He had his team with him, but like, still it was, it was really neat to see, uh, to see all those, you know, all those baddies back in the same spot. Well, and those personalities playing off each other, I thought was done really well. I liked, kind of the, uh, you know, the bravado that was being kind of like thrown in each other's faces. I loved Godspeed talking about how he was the God of speed. And then at that moment, Savitar appears, who's kind of, you know, He's who's like, kind of a, a tagline is Savitar, the God of speed. So like, you know, the, the way in which they they had fun with that worked really well. The connection between Z- Zolomon and Eobard, Eobard, like just like trolling Zolomon for like calling him out, be like, you're completely derivative. You're dude. Not only are you just another version of me, you literally did my exact same plan of pretending to be his friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's like making fun of him using velocity nine and all that stuff. It was crazy. Called him a junkie. I thought that was, that was fantastic. I, you know, this was such a cool concept. And I, I think it's one of those things when I, when I look at the, in the good category of what this episode was and had in it, this is definitely one of the best things about this final episode is getting all of these villains back into play. Now I would have liked more time with them though. I really would have liked more time with them playing off of each other. And I think that some of these villains in their fight scenes had the opportunity to do some cool things. And some of them were completely wasted. And this also kind of gets into the mixed bag of it as a whole. Bell, you mentioned that it's not just these guys teaming up against Barry because He's got his entire team with him. And boy, oh boy, has his entire team had a massive level up over the years. Yes, yes. Uh, Like, for a minute there, I was thinking that this was uh, Cecile from the future, because she's like a god now, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right, right. But it wasn't. It was just her, and she just, like, you know, immediately was like, oh yeah, by the way, I'm super powerful now, and I have all my powers unlocked. uh, And I can fly, which that was unexpected uh, but i guess she's telekinetic you know she can 
move objects with her mind. What's to say she can't move herself with her mind? So, um, well, I do know the fans of the multiversal podcast, Cecile TV talk have been clamoring for her to get more powers. And so I do think, uh, that her, her getting flight was, I mean, honestly, man, it was just a matter of time. Yeah. I mean, those, those viewers and listeners are definitely very happy about uh, what they saw in this episode. Yes, 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 indeed. Uh, okay, but let's let's talk about this. The 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 split up of these fight sequences. You had Nora versus Savitar, Godspeed versus Virtue or Cecile, Eobard versus Chester and Allegra, Zoom versus Sing, Keon, and Chilblain. Uh, and then of course Cobalt Blue versus Barry, but not actually Barry because it's Jay. So first one, okay. Mm. First one. Not a big fan of this, man. Nora versus Savitar. No, you know what? Let me restate that. Nora versus Savitar is a fantastic concept. You know what I mean? This is Nora going after an evil version of her father that killed her mother. And or at least tried to kill her mother. Yeah, they, they didn't even touch on that remotely at all. Not in the slightest. It was completely wasted. Like, he does the whole same kind of, like, killing move and everything else, and she's just sitting there, and then she stabs her father in the back and just says, shway, and then moseys off for the rest of the episode <laughs> until she's holding a baby version of herself. Like, that felt so completely wasted. And of all of these team-ups, you know, that were not Barry, of all the non-Barry team-ups, that was the one that had the most interesting like stuff story-wise to play with and they just they just didn't do they didn't do anything i mean you know i guess you could say that you know it's because nora never experienced that that was another that was you know from a timeline that that she never experienced fine but savitar clearly knows that nora is his daughter even though at that point Okay, right. So we know that Savitar is a, an evil version of Barry that has existed outside of time and outside of the multiverse and kind of has this knowledge of the future, has this knowledge of the past, has the knowledge from across the multiverse. So Savitar knows that this is a version of his daughter that he would have never gotten the experience to have met, have raised and everything else. And because he's so tied to the killing of Iris, like there's just Savitar, the way they did Savitar is actually a fairly rich character to go back and visit in multiple different angles and storylines. And this right here, this too, like you say that she doesn't, she doesn't really have that personal experience with him. Sure. But it's still who he is. It's still I, Barry. Yeah. Like they, they could have introduced that and he could have like, you know, through some weird negative speed force power, given her a vision of like, you know, what happened to try to like, you know, shake her up and whatnot and, you know, have it be, you know, way more emotional kind of thing where, you know, she overcomes him and defeats him. And instead of saying shway, she's like, you know, I don't know. Says some other weird future term, and or tries just... or tries to save him, like like get like tries like like her mom did, like like try to actually save him and connect with him, and like have this be an emotional like battle of all of these. This was probably the one that could have and should have been the most emotional of these fights, even more so than Eddie versus Barry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like how crazy would that would have been as as like the only, you know, the other ones they defeated through battle. What if she defeated Savitar through, you know, the power of friendship? Right. Right. Yeah. But the, she, she got the Care Bear stare. She got the Care Nora stare. It would have been well, great. I mean, that's, Barry had the Care Nora stare. You know, he, he, <laughs> he was able to use that against uh, Cobalt Blue, which well, is yeah, that's coming. Up. That, that's that's coming. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. But that's that's been a theme in The Flash recently. Is it like, you know, uh, you know, using the power of communication and, and empathy and things like that to see eye to eye with your with your uh, enemies and, and to turn them from their evil ways. And like, there's an opportunity there between Nora and Savitar to do that. And unfortunately we didn't get it. 
No, I would have, I would have, I mean, I feel like that would have been the most appropriate place to, to, to apply that. Um, and yeah, I completely wasted. So, so unfortunate. Then we've got Godspeed versus Virtue. Um, the, I, I do like this pairing because Godspeed is probably like the least interesting of these villains coming back. And so giving him to, to virtue to fight as virtue is kind of the, she, he's the, he's the newest of the villains and she's the newest of the heroes. And so it kind of works out okay with, you know, them kind of going up against each other and given the fact that he can clone himself and that virtue can basically do anything, you know, probably <laughs> appropriate in terms of power, power levels. Yes. Yeah, I mean, the only thing that's just weird about that is it's just, you know, I, I think of Speedster and I think of Barry and I think of like, you know, Godspeed specifically because he was a newer villain of being like extremely fast. And it's like, I I just don't know how that didn't end in like a split second. But, you know, mind powers. <laughs> mind over matter, Bell. That's what, I, that's what I call mind over matter. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That was definitely mind over matter. Uh, just remember, this was written before the writer strike. All right. Uh, <laughs> That's mean. <laughs> too, too soon. Too soon. All right. Eobard versus Chester and Allegra. Now, this one is, is you know, it's kind of one of those situations where initially I was mildly perturbed because I'm like, no, 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 no. Eobard, Eobard's not going to go for Chester and Allegra. Eobard's going to go straight for Barry. Why would he come here? But then as I was watching it go down, I was like, oh, wait, now this is actually kind of interesting because Chester is kind of the spiritual successor of Vibe. And this is basically the place where Eobard killed Vibe. And then on top of that, you do have the established relationship with another Harrison Wells and Allegra. And so it's like, oh, no, this, there's actually some very interesting character moments to mine. And they did a little bit of that. I think they could have gone further, especially in kind of, you know, the with Eobard saying something to the effect of wanting to do to Vibe what he, or do to Chester what he did to Vibe. But at the same time, I did like the fact that they they didn't forget about the fact that there was this strong connection between a former Wells and Allegra. Yeah, I, that was the one moment where I thought, surely, and I, I'm, I'm, well, I'm sure we'll talk about this a little bit more later, but I was like, this is where Cisco's going to show up. Like, he's going to show up and he's going to save Chester, and then Allegra and, uh, and Cisco are going to defeat Eobard in like a poetic justice kind of moment for Cisco mm. to like, you know, get that, uh, you know, hey. Oh, that would have been so good, Bell. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like that would have been awesome. Like, so both of them, like, you know, uh, Eobard's back in, uh, you know, Harry's body. And so that's messing with Allegra. So Allegra's like, you know, I'm mad at you for that. And I'm going to defeat you for that. And then Cisco's like, you know, you, you, you killed me once, but you know, you're not going to kill Chester and, or whatever. And then he, you know, they team up and they and they beat uh, Eobard and like that would have been like really cool for both of their characters. I mean, Chester doesn't really have a dog in the fight right there, but you know that's that's why I think that would have been just a great opportunity for for Cisco to show up uh, just out of the blue for like you know one line for you know a, a half a day of shooting at most. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> yeah. Well, or or you know, and I mean, if they can't, I mean, obviously they couldn't get him. So I mean, like with that in mind, you know, have Chester bust out the Cisco tech. I mean, I realize that's kind of against his his whole kind of pacifist mindset, but they they mentioned that and then they never really mentioned it again. So I mean, like maybe they could forget that part. Have him rock, you know, and then just like, you know, zap him and be like Cisco Cisco tech. Or yeah, like I mean, I'm sure Cisco has developed some defensive capabilities and stuff. Like have him be like, you know, uh Cisco left me this just in case Barry went rogue and this is a means to like, you know, incapacitate a speedster or some kind of like armor he can put mm, on to protect yeah. him from a speedster or something like that. So he's not violating his, you know, core character 
concepts uh and he you know he can still kind of like pay homage to cisco uh okay hear me out like one of the things i really liked about what they did with the abard with this is while all the other characters just kind of ran somewhere and just immediately started fighting like Eobard made a beeline for Star Labs and he's not fighting anybody. He's just chilling. He's just chilling and mocking. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's not he's going in there and him and Allegra are like going toe to toe. Like he's clearly there to manipulate and to kind of be this this guy. And yet they never really gave him strong enough motivations for actually going there. It would have been interesting if he came here specifically for, uh, you know, maybe for... um for Gideon or for some sort of tech that would allow him to get the upper hand on Eddie to be able or, or to steal the speed from all of these other speedsters and have access to all of this. And then Allegra steps in, they go toe to toe and then maybe Chester comes in and boom, like maybe he's standing over Allegra about to do the Cisco, you know, right into the chest type situation. And then, and then uh, Chester comes in if we can't get Cisco and then blast him with like some Cisco gauntlets wearing the vibe mask and everything. Yeah. It says something to the effect of Cisco sends his regards. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like like the, the 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 pacifist thing that would kind of you know throw that out the window. Um, but well, maybe... it's nonviolent. It's it's just it's push. It's it's just a push. <laughs> he just he just pushed him. Violently. He just pushed him. Yeah, not, not and then and then Allegra can get the big you know the the, the kill shot so to speak. You the know KO, what I mean? Yeah. I mean, so yeah, like like yeah, just you know some some maybe maybe it was like you know he yeah I, I like the idea the concept of him going there looking for some kind of way to like you know scheme his way out of this debt almost to cobalt blue and uh you know trying to find yeah like gideon or maybe he's trying to find like the you know the tachyon thing or something like that and uh yeah and you know i i just some some kind of homage to cisco would have been nice there yeah as opposed to just you know eobard mentioning that he killed him once yeah exactly uh zoom versus sing slash keon slash chillblain so <sighs> okay. You mean, you, um, mean, you mean the the literal god Keon, who just is now a god who I, we spent uh, we spent like five episodes with, and and she's the most powerful being on like what, the literal planet. What Bell? Who? Why? Why Bell? I mean, there's a lot of whys in a lot of these characters. <laughs> like, what? Like this became like the virtue Keon show here at the tail end. <laughs> like, what the heck? <laughs> But but okay. Regardless, we've got Keon teaming up with Chillblain, who, by the way, is just there. He's just like, here's my, you know, just just in case you wanted to know, my abs are here. Okay, I'm yeah. not. I'm literally not going to do anything in this fight, but stand here and just like the the abs. Do you see the abs zoom? You like, see them? Yeah. Does does nothing at all. Neither does Sing. But at least he was there. You know. I mean, so that that's that's something. Yeah. Uh, no, it was great to see Sing back. That was that was that was nice. Zoom. And Keon, though. Okay, right? So, like, Keon obviously has no relationship with Zoom, but Zoom has a relationship with Caitlyn. Yes, very much so. And Zoom doesn't know that Keon's not Caitlyn. I mean, I would assume no. So there's interesting character moments that could have potentially happened. I know it. it's less as interesting as the other ones I've already mentioned because of the tragedy that it was and has been Caitlyn's character over this series. But, like, I don't know. It just seems like... They, they could have leaned into that a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was another one of those where it's like there's actual history between at least, you know, who Keon used to be uh, and 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 Hunter's Alleman. But like, yeah. And I don't know. My, my, my biggest my biggest problem with that 
wasn't necessarily that they that they didn't explore that at all, like even with just a line or something like that. Mm. <laughs> but then all of a sudden, Keon's like, oh, by the way, I can absorb negative speed force energy and throw it right back at you. Because guess what? I am a literal god. <laughs> <laughs> I, I put down in my notes, she Yoda's him. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, yeah, <laughs> pulled a Yoda, absorbed Emperor Palpatine's lightning and threw it back at him. And I, I was like, all right, she's a Jedi slash god now. This is cool. Yeah, well, and she's not the only one, because as we see, when Cobalt Blue and Barry are fighting off at uh, Jitters, Jay Garrick shows up, Jay's able to absorb his speed. Yeah, like, who did he say, like, he said he learned some stuff while he was away, but, like, who did he learn that from? His Earth-90 counterpart. He's talking about the original 90s Flash. Oh, that's right. So it's kind of an homage, or at least a nod, to the Flash that died in Crisis yeah uh, with uh with this but yeah no it's, it's it's you know so he shows up and uh jay jay ends up saving barry here's the thing that whole sequence we we've got throughout all of barry's teammates like over half of them are way more powerful than barry is like any like three of these people based on what we've seen could technically take care of this whole situation lickety split not a problem yeah, like Keon could just like snap her fingers and make them all disintegrate. She's the obvious, right? Like Keon, you're exactly right. She's somehow a literal god. <laughs> I don't even actually. I don't even think she list, lifted a finger. I think it was just she did it, and then it was he was gone, and then it was a situation that was over. She could have just done that when they were all staring at each other down at the bridge. Same thing with Virtue. Virtue just kind of you know eyeballed him into his head. Whammy, yeah, she could have whammied all of them right then and there. Right then and there, she's like like an unlimited font of power. So from that standpoint, Virtue and Keon really could have knocked this out, which really does beg the question, Bell. And I, I, I mean this, in-universe, why is this Team Flash? Why isn't it Team Virtue or Team Keon? Like, <laughs> why is this, like, like, literally this entire massive fight sequence... And the Flash didn't really do anything. He ran and he kind of tossed a little bit of lightning, but even in the, the fight... And the first fight with uh, with Eddie, Jay's the one that comes up and saves him. Great to see Jay, by the way. That's always good. Yeah. But like, that's what happened. Yeah, I don't know. Well, you know, it's Keon. Keon's a, a you know she she's a, she's a little god, and so it's not her responsibility to like deal with that, I guess, because she has to protect the natural order. I don't know, but like uh, Cecile's the one that kind of gets me. Is Cecile seems way more powerful than any of them, and uh, like I don't know why it's Barry in the Watchtower and in you know the Justice League and stuff. Why not Cecile? She's like seems to be one of the most powerful. You know, at, 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 once Keon goes into God mode and and goes into space or whatever, uh, uh, Cecile is like an Omega class mutant. Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> I'm just saying it, it would behoove the, the, the good folks, the good police officers of Central City, like as soon as this whole fight sequence is over and they've seen what she can do, like it's time it's time to give the flash a break. Y'all don't he's no longer the hero of Central City. Y'all need to go up to the top of CCPD, install a virtue signal, and then you know, whenever you have a problem, turn on the virtue signal and virtue will be there. <laughs> turn on the virtue signal. <laughs> All right. I mean, because a bat signal, Bell, because, you know, it's a, no, it's a bat be, signal. What are they? What do you mean? But it would be a virtue they're, signal. That's what it would be. Bell, Bell wouldn't, isn't that what it would be, Bell? Isn't, isn't that what it would be? Yeah, but when they turn it on and they're going to say stuff where it's like, you know, I, I helped a bunch of homeless people this weekend. It's like, <laughs> what did you do? 
and you know, like they just Instagram. I them. will summon the power of Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and I mean, even at the end, even at the, and again, look, we 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 here at Flash TV Talk are fans of Cecile and have been for the longest time. Fantastic actress, and uh, really, especially as kind of Joe took a back seat, having kind of that paternal like parental type of role mentor especially on an emotional sense uh cecile was great in the early days and like it's really once they gave her superpowers it was kind of like huh we're missing that human element that joe represented like we need like cecile as a human was actually a really great thing then they continued to give her powers at one point we were down with the concept of cecile being a, a, a psycho pirate yeah and, and and another thing too, like you know, it, it, there's 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 a lot of other you know women on Team Flash, right? And you know, Joe is great for Barry being that that kind of father figure, but like you know, sometimes the the the, the other women characters they need you know more of like a, a motherly sort of uh, 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 presence there, and and she provides. That's right. That you got the the paternal figure through Joe and the maternal figure through through Cecile, and and it's a good. Yeah, like it's the Flash family. It kind of rounds out and completes the Flash family. Absolutely. Which, by the way, Bell, I didn't know they weren't married. I'm gonna be, I'm just gonna be straight I, up with you. When no, he proposed, I was thing. like, "Wait, what?" Same thing. I thought, I thought they were married long time ago. Had I thought they've been no married, idea. man. Yeah, I, I that that shocked me. That, that shocked everything we know about Joe, man. I don't. I think like the the second. First of all, I thought they were married before they got pregnant. Second yeah. of all, I think the second they got pregnant, Joe would have been like, "No, we're making this legal right now." Yeah, like that was that was that was the most shocking thing about the whole finale. Yeah, that was crazy. Well, that I was, the fact I was, that Wally and uh, you know Bart never showed up, but whatever. Yeah, and and vibe, and vibe, but yeah, yeah. But anyway, so that's the, and that's the, and that was the big moment at the end. It was like like yeah, Barry throws the lightning. We'll talk about that in a second. But like for the most part, like the big kind of emotional. Uh, <laughs> like the emotional climax of this episode was Cecile getting engaged, yeah. and it's kind of like what, what, what happened here? Like what? There, there's some point, Bell, that there is going to be some sort of tell-all, something or another, and and it's probably not going to be tomorrow, and it's probably not going to be the next day, but at some point, something's going to come out, an expose or whatever. And you and I, we have done very well to not dive into the like gossipy stuff as it relates to the show, but clearly something has happened behind the scenes over the years that has broken this show from what it's it's supposed to be, and it's made it into what it is, which is fine. It's just not, you know, it, it just shouldn't be called The Flash. Yeah, it like uh, you know, I mean, you have these expanding cast of characters, and like I get how that that happens, but yeah, you know, you would expect a Flash show to be about Barry and Iris because they are the Flash, right? Like, and oh and, yeah, actually, you know what? I thought that Joe was gonna say we are virtue. I thought that was gonna be <laughs> no. There was literally a moment when he said we. I was like, oh, is he gonna say the thing? Joe, please say the thing. Oh, that would be hilarious. Is <laughs> <laughs> and and she's like, you're my virtue signal. <laughs> I'm just saying, if they put one up, that's what it would be called. I know it's hilarious. <laughs> oh man, but but yeah, you know, I I'm I'm really uh, I'm I'm very curious about like you know what sort of happened behind the scenes and a lot of different things and like I you know I, I on on the one hand I'm like if it was a situation where people were made to be uncomfortable or you know work in situations that weren't uh, 
that that you know made them uncomfortable, made them you know not want to want to be there and stuff like that, and cause tension and stuff on the set. Like that's really disappointing, and I and I hope it wasn't anything like that. Um, but on the other hand, I'm like I I really want to know. What's kind of like you know I mean. I hear that, but I do feel like even if that's the case, you can write better storylines around that situation than what we got. You know? Yeah. Like I, I, I like I'm. I, I don't know. Was it was it something like there was a falling out between Candace and uh, 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 Grant and Grant? Yeah, I, I wanted to call him Barry because to me he's Barry Allen. But uh, but yeah, like was there a falling out between them? Was there a falling out between them and other cast members? Or like you know what was going on there? I don't know. You look at the chemistry between the two in the early seasons versus the later seasons, and there is something very different. Yeah. So I, I don't know what happened, but it does seem like something did. Candace wrote a very nice uh, post. I think it was on Instagram, uh, kind of just processing the last nine years of working on the show. Um, it, it was really, really solid. You know, she even makes reference of the We Are the Flash thing, and she puts in parentheses. She's like, listen, I didn't write it and I didn't want to say it at the time, but but she does say in context now it's really appropriate given that, you know, the the flash is the series and the people that have come together to make it happen. And so, you know, it's it's we're seeing people part ways. It appears on good terms. I just have a feeling at some point there's gonna be more information that's gonna come out that's gonna explain what happened. Cause cause something something happened. Something something went down. I don't know what and we don't know why, but Yeah. Yeah. Why why the season finale of The Flash became the Virtue and Keon show, I have no idea, but that is definitely what happened. Barry does at the end, of course, uh, as he made mention, he throws out the lightning and uh, and, and he has selected kind of the new uh, flashes out there, the new the new speedsters. It's I thought this was nice. Yes, Barry doesn't become the lightning. It doesn't kind of, you know, die in crisis and become the lightning, nor do we necessarily see like the nineties flash become the lightning that strikes Barry and my head cannon though. That's what happened in my head cannon. When a nineties era flash sacrificed himself in crisis, what was left of him went back in time and became the lightning that strikes Barry. And now we see Barry doing that here in the season finale for a new generation of speedsters. Uh, that being said, <laughs> Max looks a little old, but uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Yeah, I think Max Mercury is a lot younger than that. If if memory serves correct, I don't I don't think. Maybe, like, Max is an older guy. Max is an older guy. I'm just saying that if you're choosing the next speedsters, you know, you might choose like he's got like two spring chickens and uh, <laughs> you know a little bit more of a seasoned veteran, let's say. So say in the good category, I've got some more good stuff here. Uh, I loved the little Jay Garrick helmet. I thought that was very adorable. Oh yeah, yeah, the little the little. Uh, Little baby sized. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jake Garrett comment was great. Yeah. That was so cute. Uh, Timeless Wells didn't love the fact why he came back, but it was nice to have kind of a closed loop on the Timeless Wells storyline, which they never really fully closed. You know, he's he's there in, in the same way where he's saying, like, you know, Keon's got to protect the natural order. He's there protecting the timeline, although he didn't really do anything to help uh, Barry out and defeat all of these, <laughs> uh, you know, people who are trying to destroy the timeline. But that's probably because he knew, like, because, he, you know, he he's he's sort of free from time. He, he saw the Barry was going to win, so he didn't bother intervening. Um, that, yeah, exactly. But, but he, Spoilers. Yeah, but he didn't say anything to Keon or he didn't say anything to anybody but Keon. You know, he didn't go and say hi to Barry and, you know, thumbs up, bud. You're doing a great job. Uh, (laughs) Well, but he was at the party at the end. And I thought it was odd because he was sitting there literally just like chilling and talking with Captain Singh. And I was like, wait, was he really Captain Singh associated him with like the original Harrison Wells? (laughs) 
Wait, was he really there? I didn't see him. Yeah, he was there at the party. Oh, wow. They were all there. In fact, I was thinking about, man, that is a crowded party. And yep, that's that's the cast. That, that <laughs> Well, you know, minus some other faces that we would have liked to see. Well, that's true. That is true. Uh, Joe, uh, Papa Joe, now Grandpapa Joe singing. Love, yeah. that, that's a plus. Yeah, always always love it when uh, when Jesse L. Martin gets to sing. Uh, he is a very talented singer. Uh, granted, hey, you know, uh, Grant and uh, and Cisco and like all of them, they they had some pretty cool, uh, you know, good good pipes on them and stuff. So it was really nice to see them be able to showcase their those talents throughout the series. Uh, but to have uh, uh, Papa Joe sing on the last episode, that was nice. Because I correct me if I'm wrong, but did he did he have a singing piece in the uh, in the musical episode? Oh yeah, absolutely he did. Yeah, you kidding me? He would have had to have. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he and um and your boy from uh oh, Legends Firestorm. No, no, not not. Oh, oh, uh, oh, 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 you're talking about Vampire Jesus? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> people who listen to uh <laughs> to Legends TV talk will know exactly. Right. Victor Garber. Uh, Victor Garber, who is a vampire and who also may or may not be Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, he uh he he uh, they sang a duet. Yeah, that was that was a deep cut to Legends TV talk there. <laughs> there you go. Well, they, you know what? There should be a deep cut to Legends TV talk here. <laughs> um, okay. The uh, what else? What else? What else? Um, I did love Nora holding Nora. I thought that was trippy. Yeah, I, I, I'm really glad that we didn't have a space or not a space cop, uh, a, a time cop situation where they both melt into like purple goo. <laughs> um, so that was that was really really good to not have that happen. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but it was that was that was really fun, and I liked the fact that they didn't shy away from the weirdness of that. Um, that's great. Really yeah, special. you know, I mean, like, heck, if I had an opportunity to hold myself as a baby, I'd probably drop myself. I know purpose. that's that don't <laughs> no Bell, no, you don't, you don't drop, or maybe you, maybe you do in the future, and that explains a lot. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, time's a flat circle. <laughs> uh, okay, I liked the flashbacks that we got on the Barry Iris relationship, especially as we mentioned before, since the chemistry's been off over the last couple of years. Seeing so many flashbacks to the previous seasons of the show, especially the early seasons, really kind of helps frame up this moment of them becoming parents in such a beautiful way and i thought that was that was really great yeah yeah those are those are nice little throwbacks uh really leaning into the the emotional you know end of the show uh with you know barry running with a smile that was that was nice uh, <laughs> i was like that is a man who is free of this franchise he is so ready to move on to the next thing <laughs> oh my gosh you know it you know he is you know you got to give it to eddie uh rick Cosnett. he he really just Gave it his all. He came back and came swinging for the fences. Um, had some weird stuff to deal with in terms of the lines that it was given and, and the storylines. But that man committed. He did. He did a great job. Like, you know, he, he seemed like fully involved. You know, he was like, yeah, this, <laughs> you know, because that's the thing. You know, when you're given when you're given, you know, maybe not the best script or the best lines, the way you perform them can really make the difference. And, you know, I, I, I think uh, I think he did a great job uh, as Cobalt Blue. Like, I think he really sold it and he, he did. Yeah, he did really, really good. So and it was really nice to see him back, too, because he was really good in season one. And uh, yeah, it was nice to see him again. Uh, and then just a, a quick PSA, uh, if I may, uh, if, if you've got small children, infants, uh, you know, and they're kind of in that crib stage, don't put giant stuffed animals in the crib with them. That, that's that's a terrible, extremely unsafe idea. Because just don't do it. 
They had a big, we had a big giant, I'm, <laughs> you know, my kids are, are not nearly as young as they used to be, but like, like I still had like the, the, you know, uh, kind of like I was just triggered instantly when I saw that giant bunny in the crib, like that thing could fall over and then she's going to stop breathing. But that, that, that can't be in there. <laughs> well, we already know that doesn't happen. So all of a sudden Nora like starts disappearing, like what the hell? And they look in the crib and the bunny's <laughs> falling over and they're like, oh no. <laughs> like move the bunny. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, uh, yeah, that's and I think that's that's all the notes I got. But uh, but what about you, man? What what else you got? Oh man, you know, yeah, it was it was hit or miss. But like at the end of it, you know, I I I think it was it was a nice send off. Um, really excited for next season when we get to explore Avery Ho, Max Mercury, and Jess Chambers. Uh, you know, and you know, uh, see uh, <laughs> Beth Bell, Bell. Oh, wait, what? We're, we're not. This is it. This was this was the finale. It's over. Wait, what? You mean they Go set up home. all those characters <laughs> for no payoff whatsoever? No. No, no man. That, what are you talking about? Uh, speedsters. That's that's hilarious. I, that's Fo- that's going to be the Focusing next show. a season on Speedsters. What, what are you, that's crazy. It's, it's going to be, it's, that's the next CW show. It's called DC Speedsters, and it's going to be those three and their shenanigans and antics. Yeah. I mean, well, but then, you know, Keon's spirit will let like find a new host in virtue and then she'll come and lead these new speedsters into the, <laughs> <laughs> into the future. Yeah, no, but I, I, I do have a note uh, around that, though. Uh, Caitlin Snow also in this episode. <laughs> Whoa, she's back. Look at her. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, that was, you know, that was kind of interesting. Yeah, they, they literally also in this episode in her. How about that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Last episode, gonna bring her back. Uh, not Frost, because Frost is dead for real. Yeah, and she's all yeah. like, "Yeah, you're right, Barry. I was trying to do something that was unnatural because Keon's all about nature and stuff, and like Keon can bring people from the, dead people back to life because she killed Mark, and then she <laughs> brought him back to life. Just take her to the damn cemetery, <laughs> exhume <laughs> the corpse, and bring her back to life, and then we can have Frost back. Why not? I mean, uh, yeah, no, Keone I think uh, is a freaking God. She can do anything. She's like Dr. Manhattan <laughs> level power. <laughs> and it's, yeah. Why not have, why, why not have, uh, you know, why not bring back Barry's parents? <laughs> I, 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 I got, because that would break the Nora, by the way, Speed Force Nora was at the party. I don't know if you saw that as no, well. No, that wasn't Speed Force Nora. That was uh, Earth 2, uh. Uh, Jake. Oh, right. Yeah. I'm sorry. That woman has played so many different characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was not Speed Force Nora. That was Earth 2, uh, wife of Jay Garrick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Mrs. Garrick. Um, okay. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, okay. So, you know what, Bell, you and I, we've had so many fun adventures over this, this, the course of this podcast. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, and then we're going to share a few of our, our favorite memories from, from what has been Flash TV Talk. Uh, stick with us. We'll be right back. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is John Wesley Shipp, and you're listening to Flash TV Talk. I, buddy, it, it's been a long road. It's been almost a decade of, po- I mean, well, it has been a decade of podcasting together. Yeah, because we had season zero. 
We had season zero. We also, you know, did panel to screen back in the day. This has been this is this has been a journey. It has, and, and quite a long and, and fruitful one as well. For us, like one of the things I've really enjoyed is um, you know, <laughs> as as we as we sit here at our late, 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 late thirties. Uh <laughs> You know, about like, as, about you as know, late one of the thirties you can get. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> one of the things that you know, it's, it's kind of the joke. Well, we turned thirty, so what are we going to do? We're going to start a podcast because that's that's how you maintain friendships these days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it is. I mean, there's something to be said for that. It's it's good. It is you know, in your especially your adult years to have you know, kind of the excuse to get together to hang out, talk about shared interests, and and even over the course of as the show is kind of ebbed and flowed in quality. I mean, I was, I was thinking back. We, we've had some great memories. I, I, we, I, the uh, Grandma Esther's eggnog-induced Christmas call-in extravaganza kind of stands out to me as being kind of a fun tradition for you and me. And it kind of became a tradition even for my family where they'd make cookies and eggnog and, you know, we'd get on here, we'd podcast, we'd open up the phone lines and oh, it, was, it was good times. Yeah, those were a lot of fun. I... <laughs> I, I I drank like a fifth of eggnog. <laughs> that was a liter of eggnog. It was a liter of eggnog. And uh yeah, I just just getting ripped, <laughs> talking the flash, talking with the fans. It's so much fun. Eating cookies. Uh just just a blast. And yeah, you know, it was it was it was a lot of fun just to get to hang out with you every week, you know, and just and just talk stuff that we enjoy. And like that's uh that's kind of the the beauty part of it to me was that no matter where the flash went as far as quality wise, like up and down left and right, you know, we would have these fun, entertaining conversations that in some, like there, there's, there's plenty of episodes where I, I remember, you know, our conversation about it, uh, was a lot more enjoyable <laughs> than the episode we were reviewing. And, you know, right. yeah. And, and, but that's, that's, that's part of the fun, right? Is, uh, you know, when you have somebody to kind of commiserate when they're bad and like share your enjoyment when they're good. And so that's, what's, uh, that's what was one of the, you know, my favorite aspects about it and also the 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 share uh <laughs> share tv talk share all right TV i was talk, gonna yeah. ask you i was gonna ask you what do you think like if if like going back share tv talk or turtle tv talk oh that's rough if you had to choose i don't know and you, you you bring up a very valid point. Guess who wasn't present at in during this last the season? McSnurtle! Oh, Bell! What the? <laughs> he was not there. I did not. She see she was not there. Was Bell, not this there. what? Sorry. Yeah, not there. Uh, Don't you misgender McSnurtle, man? <laughs> <I> she, <laughs> my apologies. She, what? Who? Like, all right. Did, did I think? Did, I think. I think. Did we not confirm that she didn't survive the 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 crisis? Uh, maybe, or maybe McSnurdle. I, I mean, I don't know though, because we have to ask Oliver because Oliver's over there like making new universes. Maybe, maybe Oliver made an entire universe for McSnurdle. Oh, you know, maybe McSnurdle's hanging out on purgatory and Barry's like, is just waiting for Barry. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> there, there's, there's going to be, you know, uh, instead of like the arrow, it's the tortoise or something. And, and it's, and it's McSnurdle as, as Oliver McSnurdle. Oh man, you know what? For old times' sake, I am. I'm gonna try to find. I'm gonna find the uh, the share TV talk and the and the turtle TV talk, and I'm tacking those at the end of this episode. Yes, yes, that needs to happen. Yes. Uh, I I think for me, the share TV talk was definitely some premium podcasting moments, especially since it was live. Oh yeah, I mean that's the thing. There was a time when we did all these episodes live. Yeah, yeah, we did a lot of them live. We did them on uh, Facebook and YouTube, and uh, that was always fun. Like getting to 
interact with the the fans alive. Like that was super cool. Uh, answer the blast. Uh, the brogues, like man. We did the brogues. We did the brogues. The brogues was a lot of fun. I I have the framed uh, uh, piece of fan art that um, that was made for <laughs> Russ Hicks. Yeah, <laughs> Russ Hicks did a fantastic piece of art that's better. <laughs> characters that i drew and i love it <laughs> so much i love it so much like you should see this compared to, to compared to the strip and it, it, yeah yeah he did a fantastic job on that and it's just yeah i got it hanging up in my media room uh yeah the brogues was great uh, a lot of fun with that one um ring that grod ring that grod I actually got we actually got grod yeah hitting a hitting a hitting a bell like that if that wasn't a nod to me i don't know what was no, I wasn't even referring to that. I was referring to you actually hitting the town of Austin in a giant gorilla suit. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, whew, yeah, uh, that one's a hazy <laughs> night. But uh, <laughs> yeah, do you, do you actually do you remember that night at all, Bell? <laughs> uh, I have photos of it, and so I remember the photos. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I actually was, managed uh, to get one hug. Uh, it, it was most people were looking at me like I was some kind of like weirdo, which I am. But uh, I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I'm not that weird. Just kind of gorilla uh, suit, giving free hugs. Yeah, ring that grod was great. Let's see here. That was special. That was that very was special. special. Uh, the we, interviews uh, we, that we, we did, uh, we got featured on the CW Seed, or at least a commercial for the CW Seed. That's that was kind of fun. That's true. Uh, we did their fan podcast thing, which was which yeah, was interesting. Oh, we got drunk with Weather Wizard. We did. We yeah. Well, you got. I got. Drunk. I got way. Uh, I had to designate. You're talking about a hazy night. Yeah, <laughs> I had to designate drive, and so it was me and the Red Ranger. Uh, I forget who was the. She was the. Only I thought one. it was the Pink Ranger that you were chilling with. No, it, it was the the first woman Red Ranger. I thought. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because she didn't really, you know, party all that much, but she was there with the other Rangers, and so we. No, were, she was the Pink Ranger. Was I don't think there. Hang on. Was there a red female? ranger i don't i don't think there was one wait nope hunter dino who plays amelia jones as the pink ranger power rangers cosmic fury has just announced that she will be the first so yeah so there will be a first ever red ranger but there has not been just yet oh okay uh, okay no she was she was the pink ranger i want to say in um like emergency rescue or some i, I can't i is long after my power rangers time but uh yeah yeah, but it, it she was, was chilling. Like y- y'all were the sober ones, and the rest of us were several sheets to the wind yeah. with, with weather, weather wizard. Yeah, gas. Yeah. <laughs> I was just, gassing up the party. Yeah, driving you all around uh, freaking Sixth Street, and and you know I'm just sitting there talking with her, going, "It's fun, right?" And she's like, "Yep, <laughs> yep, yep." But yep. Uh, yeah, that was fun. And speaking of uh, weather wizard, you know we 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 got several interviews uh, with cast members. Um, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, we got John Wesley Ship to uh, admit that he could kick darth vader's butt <laughs> that's that's i forgot about that <laughs> yeah yeah we had uh, we had uh, P- uh patrick sabongi on the show uh he was yes. great to talk to uh we had john wesley ship um and um i'm trying to think who else aside from weather wizard we uh, we also we got a chance to talk to some different in, uh, industry folks as well um uh, yeah, we did have gorilla grad yeah, on the david sobolov we had him on the show as well uh, did a partnership briefly with DC Universe Online. That was fun. That was cool. Yeah, we got to play some uh, play some MMOs in the DC Universe. Enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah. This it's it's been uh, you know it's good to take like pause and take stock because I think I think that this like a post crisis <laughs> and which which coincides coincides with 2020 ironically. Yeah, yeah. But like post crisis and 2020, like 
it's been it's been an uphill slog, just to be honest. I mean, I think probably the listeners have been able to to feel that from at least from my part in terms of like trying to watch the show and like find things to be positive about because I don't like just going on the internet and just griping about things. I like to try to look for what's good. And man, oh man, it's been tough these last couple of seasons as the quality has dipped just so significantly, significantly and the show has gotten away from what its original premise and what kind of attracted people to it in the first place. The, the reason, you know, it, it's, it's labeled Coke, but then you drink it and it's, you know, hot tea and not that hot tea is bad. I like hot tea, but I don't want hot tea when I'm going for a Coke. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, and, it's, and, and so it's, it's nice to kind of pause and look back and remember like all of these, these good times and these, these high highs and, and all the stuff that's happened. But bell, I don't think, I don't think I can do it anymore. Well, you don't have to. <laughs> no, but, but but what I mean is like I I I think I I think I've lost my I think I think this show has actually broken me over the last couple of years. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I think my mental state is so fractured that that I can no longer go on as Bo. Oh no! Like I've been I've been caught, Bell. I've been caught between these two me's: the me that is trying to pour in all the positivity and pull out all of the goodness that has been there here and there, but then it's had to fight and repress this negativity, and like it had seeped out so much here and there, especially in this last past season. And man, the negativity has just boiled to the point where I don't think I can control it anymore. Oh no! Oh no! What's going on here? I I think. Uh, Jemai will no longer be known as Bo. From this point on, I will be known as Bovatar, and I will go back, back Bell into the past to torment our previous selves along the timeline somewhere around season three or four. I can't remember exactly where. And then I will, you know, be evil and stuff. Wait, so, so Bovatar, hold on. So you're telling me that you go back in time and you're the reason why the show goes downhill? Yes, yes, it's the, the very thing. I have created the monster that makes me, and I must continue doing it. Otherwise, I will no longer exist, Ben. So, so we're, we're, we're in a time loop here, it's, it seems. We have, we, have a, uh, uh, <laughs> that's, we have a causality loop. And, uh, yes, uh, yeah, thanks. that's exactly what we have. Good, good job, Ben. That's, it's a causality loop. I am Bovatar, and I must now go and run back in time, and I'll be right back afterwards. All right, I'm back. Oh, cool. Uh, how- yeah, I'm, I'm good. I, I got it all out of my system. I'm fine now. Okay, great. Good, good to hear it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, plus, I think we closed a, a time loop somewhere in the <laughs> somewhere around season three. So. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right. Uh, Flash TV Talk. Hey, listen, we'll continue to have little TV Talk minis here and there on the feed of various shows as we've kind of done over the last past uh, two years here. So uh, please continue to tune in for that. Um, Bell, you of course find Bell at ring that bell on Twitter. Bell, where else, uh, what else you got going on where you want the people to check you out? Uh, I mean, that's just about it. That's all I'm really doing these days. Uh, work has been uh, really hectic. And so that's kind of all I'm doing. Uh, I don't know. Maybe one of these days I might throw up a stream or two on twitch.tv slash ring that bell maybe i don't i don't remember uh it's been so long <laughs> let me see well it's, it's interesting because i do think back like uh, uh, across like the show early on like i was we were big on the twitter 
And since then, I've completely gotten off of Twitter, but I am on Instagram. So if you want to follow me, it's incognito on Instagram. I spell my name B-E-A-U, and that'll be in the show notes uh, for this episode. So if you want to follow me with what's going on there, uh, that'd be the place to do it. Also, uh, the, the the TV Talk YouTube channel, uh, I believe this summer, you know, we're, we're, we're going to been doing some minecraft again or at least i will be bell maybe you maybe uh yeah hopefully if i can if i can get some time to do it i will do it yeah uh, the flash crafters became the back hat crafters are now going to become i think the fan crafters but we're still kind of getting getting the name right but anyway good good stuff heading over there so you can follow the tv talk uh youtube channel as well for some fun video game goodness Bell, I do think that is going to do it for us for this entire series and i think for the first time i'm gonna have to say we won't be back in a flash. Here's how we're stu- you know how we're gonna start this? Uh the way we finished it. Mm. There's even there's even a ship, like a tanker on it. <laughs> it's appropriate and relevant. Bring it, share. Bring it. Oh, but 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 maybe. Oh, change clothes. That ah. Uh, <laughs> don't don't do that. I can't even pay attention to the song anymore. Oh oh, 80s. Come on. <laughs> oh man. I didn't want to see that dress. I'll be honest. Back time. great that that is i needed that i know i needed that that's good the the, the gag here is that you know she says if i could turn back time which is relevant and she's on a ship which is also relevant that's right that's right so and she is also doing her thing without a costume or well it's in a costume but just without the rest of the costume yeah well i mean come on it's share yeah why 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 
because it's shared. I can't look away. See, I'm glad I'm not watching it. Uh, I'm just, I'm just listening to it, and I can still like see her straddling the battleship's main gun. <laughs> yeah, she she is doing that, and now she's that doing some kind like of like burned into my memory. One <laughs> <laughs> oh, a pineapple. We are talking about shares. Nineteen. Oh, you know what? I need to have this prepared beforehand. Uh, uh, it was, uh, it, it was. If you could turn back time, share. I'm not sure what year it came out. It was definitely the 80s. I, I see no numbers in front of me, but I don't need to to know this came out in the 80s. Yes, this is this is uh, from Cher's uh, hit single, "If I Could Turn Back Time," released June 1st, 1989, where she dances in what some would consider an outfit, what others <laughs> might consider a piece of cloth and some fishnet. Uh, <laughs> things uh and she is dancing on a battleship which that was back in the 80s when we still had battleships i want to make an observation but i'm not going to i'm not going to that yeah this this is this is this is a a work safe family friendly we are we are i'm looking i'm i'm looking at some of these photos from that video and i'm watching the video also, I, she doesn't I, I so much as you. dance as she does just kind of like, she's just kind of there. You know, she doesn't have to dance. Uh, no, she's Cher. She, yeah, exactly. We should go on record as stating that we do, we love Cher. Like that, that, I mean, not like. Fully, fully support Cher. Fully, fully support, support Cher. Cher. We are Cher, we, Cher fans do might be too strong. not fully support Cher's clothing choice in the seminal 1989 video for if i could turn back time well it's one of those things man the 80s gave us a lot of music videos that they, it, it couldn't take back <laughs> even even if it could nope. if, if it could turn back time man <laughs> like that's the thing she was singing about if she could turn back time to not go and do this video right future like share. Fu- yes future share went back in time and released a song about not releasing that yes, song yes. oh my gosh great all right <clears throat> excuse me yeah, see this thing. I could play the bumps, but after all the technical issues we've had, not going to. Just going to jump on into it. Sorry, guys. <laughs> you you may destabilize the universe if you do anything else tonight. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, man. Everything. It's this is a mess. This is a mess. But uh, for those, I think Green Arrow and uh, Want a Pineapple, y'all are troopers. So thanks for being here, Josh Paul. Thank you too, Josh. You as well. Y'all go ahead. Let them know on Twitter. Go ahead and say, hey, listening to Flash TV Talk Live, Mixer.com/slash Pottery. Let's let's bring it. Let's bring a few others in if we can. Uh, yeah, tell them this is the most fun you've ever had listening to a podcast <laughs> live. Maybe the most fun you've ever had listening to share. Uh, yeah, that that's probably. And again, we here at Flash TV Talk have the utmost respect for share. We are in all that she has done. One hundred percent not anti share. However, it, just go watch the video for Turn Back Time, or don't, then, or don't, or don't, or don't. don't. We're not advocating to go watch. We we want to make sure that it's clear. We are a hundred percent not necessarily actively pro share. But we are definitely not anti-share. Yes. But we are pro-share? Uh, we're share neutral. We're share neutral. But we're like, the Switzerland of share opinions. Yeah, but like, but like with a little extra like emphasis on the, the positive side of neutral. Sure, we would trade with share during a time of war, but not with share's uh, enemies. Yeah, no, it depends on who her enemies were. What if her enemies were Beyonce? Ooh, that's the then thing. all that's the single the ladies would be on her side. That's and what I'm that saying. That would be, yeah, 
You can't do it. We, in, in that case, that would be a, a, a hard, uh, you know, we'd have to draft a uh, resolution of neutrality in that particular instance. I'm just saying that it's all day, all the time, every day, all day, every day, share all the way, unless Beyonce is an option. Yes. Or anyone else. What I'm saying is, <laughs> what I'm saying is, share on her own is awesome. But if there is other options, I'm not saying I wouldn't take those other options in terms of music or just general hangoutness or whatever. Yeah. If we, someone was like, hey, do you want to come hang out with Cher? I'm not going to be like, no. No, I would totally. Are you kidding me? I would totally hang out with Cher. Now, if they said like, hey, would you hang out? Uh, you got two options. Hang out with Cher or say, you know, uh, Carrot Top. I, no, I would hang out with Cher. I, it, it, tough call though, right? Tough call. It, you know, it is. It is. It is. <laughs> That's a hard one. That's, That's a really hard, hard. It's a hard one to do. If, Wait, hold on. Is is this pre roids? If it uh, was, carrot top or post roids carrot top? It, <laughs> I haven't been. I'm not that much of a carrot top fan to know what's going on with carrot top. Just Google a picture of carrot top, and like the the guy has done more steroids than every professional wrestler combined. Well, fair enough. I was trying to stay in the Vegas wheelhouse, but one way or the other, you've got share. Share calls you up, said, "Hey, I'm going to brunch. Do you want to come with?" You say. Yes. And now, okay, but here's the thing. Here's the thing now, Bell. Not like five minutes later, Cher has just called you up. You have just said you're going to brunch with her. You get another phone call. David Blaine has called you. He also wants to go to lunch. Wait for it. The exact same time. What do you do, Matthew Bell? Man, that's tough. Who are you going I've with? I've made the obligation to share. I mean, you made the obligation to share. But it's David Blaine. It's David, magic's pretty cool. It's David Blaine. I mean, how could you? I mean, so that's the thing. If Cher calls up and wants to go to brunch, you say yes. If anybody else offers the exact same time, you you, you might say yes to the other person. You might have to get my yeah. Have to you, you might have to flip flop. That's right. That's <sighs> just the way it is. Welcome to Share TV oh. Talk. <laughs> <laughs> One of Pineapple says, "Little known fact: I listen to Flash TV Talk for the Share Talk." You know what? A lot of other people do, especially the two CW executives who are currently in the Mixler chat. Thank you for joining us as well. All right, I just, this one goes out to want a pineapple. If I could find back time. <laughs> the timeline. <laughs> if I could find Wale. The speed force. See, I was going for the run. Oh, yeah, that's true. All the pain of the alchemy. <laughs> I don't know why I all right, all right, all right. <laughs> we should probably do it back to the show. Maybe. It's only been a half hour into this. I know. I know. This is a complete train wreck. This is a complete train wreck. I don't blame Cher. Look, I don't blame Cher because as it has been stated already several times on this podcast, we are not anti-Cher. We are not. We are not. We are not. I just want to listen to Cher. If I could listen to Cher. If I could Instead of recording this podcast. Yeah, it's 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 about like that. Option to entertain no 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 no. this i you know what it no. is i i i uh i was on starkville labs and starkville house of l uh in their last episode and i think i think derek may have rubbed, it's up rubbed on off it. yeah yeah yes, all i want yes, to do absolutely. is derail everything and just talk about share well it doesn't also curse help you derek that, uh, russell curse you <laughs> it, it doesn't also help that the bar that i or I, I i guess the park that i take my dog to is also a bar and so uh I take my dog there Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Wednesday, I leave directly from there and come here and record this podcast. So, 
you're, just you're wasting letting everyone no, you're know. You're wasted. That's fine. That's fine. You're wasted. That's I fine. may have some sauce in me when I get home. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm just be forewarned. Yeah, we. This is a train wreck. It's gonna be fine. It's gonna. This be is fine. gonna be a great season, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Look, here's what it's gonna come I'm down so to. Excited. I'm, I'm so excited to actually edit this thing. It's gonna be crazy. Um, <laughs> like that's crazy. That's that's insane. Who who has a name like that? I mean, our, I mean, it's not Ren, it's not Cher. Does. Yeah, that's that's true. No, no. What is what if Cher's last name is Kevorkian? Stop it. Oh my gosh. That's, that's why, why she, she only. Oh, <laughs> you know what she had to wow. do? She had to turn back time. I don't know why I said the things I said. It's because your name's Kevorkian. Right. She doesn't know what she said because she was in a homicidal rage. Oh my gosh. She was just like euthanizing people left and right. All right, seriously, we I, I'm cutting all of this out of the show. This is completely wasted audio right now. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I'm the one causing it. I get it. But <laughs> still. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I just hope that uh those of you listening right now in the Mixler channel are enjoying this because this is this is for you guys. This is for you guys. That's right. That's right. Jude, uh, I see that. List out list out some other fan nods in the in the show. We'll we'll make reference. Um Sorry about that. Sorry, I was listening to Game of Thrones. I know, I know. That's a that's a beautiful rendition too. It is. I mean, you know, my version's better. Dum 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 Have you heard Game of Thrones? That one? No, but we are live, so. Yeah, that's why I didn't say the word. Hey, kids, here's share. Oh, 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 look away, kids. Look away. Look away. <laughs> All right. Oh. Do not look directly into share. <laughs> That's terrible. We are not Make anti. Odds. We, again, not anti share here. Um, not anti share. You can check out his stuff at insert Charlie's stuff here because it's not in the show notes again. It's, it's not in the show notes. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry, Charlie. I, Come on, man. I don't know that it's going to be Charlie this time. Oh. <laughs> so, sorry, Charlie. You've been bumped by Cher. <laughs> just got to the one where she's straddling the gun. Oh God, that's, but, that, but, that's the best slash worst part of that. But she is fully clothed, at least in that shot. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Or she's wearing some semblance of clothes. This is going to be a nightmare to edit. No. Do you think she watches The Flash? Cher? Yeah. I mean, if William Shatner does. Right. You know, we should get William Shatner. Don't can, can we can we please try to get William Shatner on the show? Like oh, I, I, I think I'd he's rather to have... the point now in his career where he just doesn't care. Like if he had the time, I bet he'd do it. I bet he would. Okay. It, it is a great song. It is <laughs> Oh, wait, here comes the key change. Oh, no, I missed it. It's later. That's all right. Dude, that key change is where it's at. Like, that's the best key change in all of music. Her her kind of, like, bait and switch was, we're getting a pet. And I'm like, Joe doesn't know about the turtle? Y'all already got a pet. Yeah. Well, when she said dogs are cats, like, like you know. Psh, I'm just saying, man. Like, they got, they. she said, she implied pet. She said pet. I mean, I know she said dogs, cats, but I mean, like. 
like nobody. Uh, uh, here's my question: Is the turtle going to end up becoming the new Gideon? Like, are we just uh, it's there, but we're never going to talk about it again? You know, I think so because honestly, I forgot about the turtle. Is, is, does that mean that turtle's going to end up becoming a regular? <laughs> On Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, that would be hilarious if the turtle shows up on Legends of Tomorrow. I would love that. I would love that. Oh, my god! But gosh. I think more likely what's going to happen is Barry and Iris are going to come home and be like, what's that smell? <laughs> oh, God, turtle. <laughs> I forgot to fix it. And then HR is going to come over like a week later and be like, so, how's the turtle doing? Like, oh, he's great, HR. He's great. He's great. <laughs> Where is he? Can I see him? No, no, no. He's asleep. Oh, uh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, poor turtle. Somebody call animal services. <laughs> Who's taking care of the turtle? This is what I'm saying, man. She's already forgotten. Uh, okay, so we talked about the turtle dying. That was that was a big. No, this is what it, this is what happens. This is when the turtle dies, right? <laughs> Barry goes to Earth two, uh, <laughs> try to, or I guess Earth nineteen, maybe to try to find a replacement turtle and bring it back so that Harrison doesn't notice that the turtle's dead. <laughs> gotta be he finds he finds the doppelganger for the turtle on another we need a new segment turtle watch <laughs> <laughs> you have an executive in the chat let me write for your show yes yes that would just fall off in the ratings but it would be great <laughs> oh my gosh that, that would be so great turtle of earth <laughs> Turtle like, doppelgangers. That's that's. <laughs> there's an infinite number of turtles out there. <laughs> it, just, it, just all pops of over. <laughs> it just calls up Cisco to get another one. <laughs> it's like, like like Barry comes into work. He's not speeding into work. He's just walking in normally. He looks all downtrodden. And Cisco's like, "Hey man, what's up? You need a new turtle, don't you?" Barry's like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and the Barry Allen of that other Earth is like, "Where does the turtle keep going?" <laughs> Like Barry from Earth 2 comes up and he's like, dude, stop stealing my turtles. Like, ours died. I know, mine did too. This one's from Earth 34. <laughs> right, which Earth have you Earths. gone to? <laughs> All right, I've gone to Earth 147, 219, 3, 14, and 28. Okay, don't go to those Earths. <laughs> he's, he's got a spreadsheet with turtles. <laughs> <laughs> Love plotting stuff out on those whiteboards right. at Star Labs. Right. Right. I can just see both berries just like plotting it. <laughs> they got a whiteboard for the turtles. <laughs> okay, okay, we got, we, we got. We got to bring it back. And scene. <laughs> I don't know if that was funny for anybody listening, but I'm freaking in tears right now. Oh my gosh, me too. Captain Dooley. Captain Dooley <laughs> in the chat. Perfect response. Hashtag crisis, crisis of infinite turtles. <laughs> it's a tired webcomic. <laughs> On the CWC. Instead of the Legion of Doom, it'll be like the Legion of Turtles. <laughs> and they all band together because they're tired of being kidnapped from their respective Earths. <laughs> And so it's just this infinite horde of turtles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Okay. All right. Oh, oh man. That's what well, they're the doing. executive left. I bet he's running to the writer's room right now. He's like, guys, guys. <laughs> Hold the presses. I got it. 
<laughs> and he tells me, he's like, this, that's, you know, I, they look at what they had down for Legends, Legends of Tomorrow season four. They're like, this is way better. <laughs> Let's go with Infinite <laughs> Turtles. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Wow. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> Where were we? <laughs> I have no idea. I don't even know. I don't even know. Turtle TV talk. How Carrie here? They should name Hi. the turtle. You know what they need? You know what they should name the turtle? What? Share. If I could turtle time. <laughs> if I could turtle. No, 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 no. We're not going to sing that song. We did that. that no, 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 no. Dead horse. Bell. Bell. Dead horse. All right. Ready for this? Is I'm that- ready to turn back time. I, I, I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. I, I didn't mean to shout at you. Would you go back? I would take back all those things that I said. <laughs> <laughs> Another reason to check out the Patreon account, people. Be oh, sure to look at all of the different though. tiers. Every single one of those tiers. Be sure to read those. Turtle TV Talk. Turtle TV Talk. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.